Before we embark on our inaugural episode, we'd like to begin with a brief disclaimer. Up until now, podcasts have not been a significant part of our lives. However, a series of synchronistic events recently unfolded, guiding us toward the creation of this podcast. It was only the other day that we were searching the internet for how to create a podcast. Last night, we set our intention to record our first episode today. When we woke up, we had a text message waiting for us from one of our closest friends expressing her own aspirations of starting a podcast. The synchronicity was undeniable, offering you a glimpse into our unique interpretation of life's events and what you can expect from us moving forward. That said, we acknowledge that we are starting from square one, navigating this new endeavor with a sense of exploration and growth. We kindly ask for your patience and understanding as we evolve throughout our episodes. So, without further delay, let's begin. I want to start things off by telling two stories from when I first started waking up to the fact that I have various spirit guides and that I can communicate with them. Uh, this part of my journey, I had so far not done that. I'd been mostly focused on meditation. I was reading and taking notes from a lot of channeled material at this point, um, but I was not on my own communicating with my own guides. So I was reading a book called Do Dead People Watch You Shower by Concetta Bertoldi. And she said that we all have spirit guides. So I'm paraphrasing here based off memory from a long time ago. Um, and what I remember her saying is that she had psychic gifts that overwhelmed her and asked for them to be turned off, which they were. And then she regained interest maybe around the time she was 18, if I'm remembering that correctly. And so she started meditating and asking for her guides to make contact. And she said that it happened very gently and very slowly and organically at first in ways that weren't too frightening or overwhelming. And so when her guides first started making contact with her again, they did it in ways that were not overwhelming. They would turn on a faucet or turn on or off lights, just gentle things around the house like that. And so she said, we all have spirit guides and all we need to do is ask for them to make themselves known. So I felt a little silly, um, a little unsure of myself rather. And I asked, okay, if I have spirit guides, can you please make yourself known? And literally the night that I asked that question, I was sleeping in my bed and I got cold in the middle of the night. It was summertime, but I woke up, I walked across the bedroom to grab the blanket that was in the corner, and as I'm walking back, the smoke alarm in my room starts beeping, and I, my first thought was, I'm going to have to rip that thing out of the ceiling, because, you know, normally those things don't stop. There wasn't any smoke in the room, so I thought it was just a low battery warning or something, and... uh I threw the blanket on the bed and then all of a sudden it stopped. And 
I wondered if it was my guides. I felt I was super tired still. I'd only been up for a couple seconds at that point. I fell back asleep. And then in the morning, I realized, what are the odds that the day, the night after the day where I asked for my spirit guides to make themselves known out of a book that's telling me it might happen in gentle ways like lights and faucets, um, that for the 45 seconds that I'm awake in the middle of the night, my smoke alarm beeps at me. Just the timing of that alone, just I'm only up for 45 seconds. I went right back to sleep and the smoke detector wants to beep at me. Um, so I was pretty sure that that was a sign from my guides. And so that leads into the second story. I'm reading the same book and she starts talking about spirit animals. Some people refer to them as power animals or animal totems, um, different names. And she says that we all have spirit animals who guide us and that they change throughout our life, depending on the energy or assistance that we need. And to find out what your spirit animal is, all you need to do is ask, just like the spirit guides. And so this time, this I this time I definitely felt silly. I was like, uh, okay. I I literally had this tone of voice. I was sitting in my work van on the college campus, UMass Amherst, and I had this tone of voice. I was like, um, okay. If I really have a spirit animal who guides me, can you please make yourself known? And then I just left it at that. So I had been on that campus for a couple of years at that point and, and been doing that job for at least a year. And the job was driving around campus and moving people and materials. And it's not like a UMass Amherst isn't like a city, but it's the atmosphere is it's hustling and bustling. There's skyscrapers for dorms there's a skyscraper as i call them like uh big towering buildings um for a library and there's a lot of activity and so i had never seen cats on campus before and that week i'm driving around and at two separate occasions there's a cat sitting on the sidewalk or next to the road that i notice as i drive by it and i didn't think anything of it um just kept going about my day at the time, I was living in a house off of campus that had a skateboard ramp in the backyard. I had already been at this house for a year and never seen cats in my property. So just to give you a, t uh, a look at the surroundings of the house, there was a main Route 9 on one side of the house. On the other side of the house was a dentist office. Behind the house was cornfields. And then in front of the house across the street was a post office. And that's just, I say all that to illustrate, there's really no immediate place where a cat would be coming from out of those options. And like I said, I hadn't seen a cat on our property um, ever since we lived there. So I come home and on the skateboard ramp in the backyard, there's two cats just lounging in the sun, sitting on the skateboard ramp. And I just thought, huh. That's weird. Didn't think anything more of it. And so toward the end of that week, I had a dream where a 
person who I knew to be a quote-unquote spiritual person told me to follow him into the backyard of the house in the dream. And so I did, and he said, look into my eyes. I looked into his eyes, and his head transformed into an orange cat. But probably the most dramatic part of this experience is going to be the hardest part to to really illustrate through storytelling but i was i was surrounded and completely um inundated i guess might be the word i was immersed i was completely immersed in this kinesthetic felt sense of just tingling energy just buzzing it was it was wild in the dream and the dream abruptly ends and i wake up in my bed and that energy is exactly the same i am buzzing in my bed my whole body i had never had an experience like that at that point in my life that i can remember and it was wild and i immediately go oh my god the cat is my spirit animal i'm sure of it just because of that felt sense of tingling buzzing energy um i was positive so that's when i knew i got my answer the cat is my spirit guide but the story continues um the next night after that i left my house which was two doors slam slam and walk over to my car it's dark out um open the door shut the door and then start the engine, and then I flipped on the headlights, and about 20, no more than 30 feet in front of the car is a cat, again on my property, sitting in the headlight beam, and we make eye contact. And as soon as we made eye contact, in my mind's eye, all the cats that I had seen earlier that week flashed through, both of the separate cats on the side of the road on campus the two cats on my skateboard ramp and now this cat that's sitting in front of me and I go oh wow they've been trying to show me all week and I didn't get it until I had that dream with the crazy felt feeling that came with it so that was really cool and uh you know one week quick journey from feeling pretty awkward about having a spirit animal who guides me um, to being sure that I have one and that it's a cat. And so one more story to go along with this. Um, Not too many months after all of that, I was moving from Massachusetts to Colorado. And I packed up my whole life, or at least what I was taking with me, into a small Honda Civic and started driving across country. I was too cheap to pay for hotels, motels along the way. I was by myself. And in Iowa, I pulled over at a rest area to get some sleep. And my car was so full that I couldn't even recline the seat. So I just pulled in the rest area, put it in park, and sitting up in my seat, I fell asleep. About two o'clock in the morning, It was too cold to continue to sleep. This was mid-October. And so I woke up, 
and I couldn't see anything because the whole inside of the car, all the windows were frosted over. So I start the car and I roll down the window just to see around me, my surroundings. And in the parking spot next to me is a cat. <laughs> and the cat looks at me and we make eye contact. And at this point, I know the cat's my spirit animal. And I was just so thankful and knew that my journey was being guided or protected in some way, um, at least looked over by something beyond me or a cat <laughs> beyond me. So again, the cat didn't run away when I started the engine and the cat didn't run away when I rolled down the window. And I don't even know where this cat came from because we were on the side of the highway. And as far as I could tell, just farm fields as far as the eye could see so really something special to have that happen uh not too long after learning about it in the first place so since then animals have continued to guide me in many ways and uh i'm sure we'll talk about that plenty in future episodes and I just want to throw a little added story in there. When I first met Brandon, um, I could psychically see him in the house. Um, and he is tall. So, um, But then I also saw this cat around. And I didn't know him. We were just friends, you know, texting and stuff. And uh, I said, you know, I keep seeing this cat around, like, psychically. And he thought that was so funny. And he told me this story. So I had no idea. It was another confirmation for him. Um, and so, yeah, the uh, silhouette of the cat was white that I saw. Um, but, yeah, it was pretty funny to, uh, to tell him that, to hear his reaction and his story. So I am Brandon, and I roll with cats. <laughs> Okay, my turn. Next story. Um, so the story I'm going to tell you all today is about my mom and the signs and synchronicities around uh, her after her passing. So my mom passed away when I was 21, and um, I hadn't seen any signs for a long time. And then one day, um, all these cardinals started showing up at the house, and cardinal was her favorite bird. And I kind of thought, okay, that's interesting. Um, but I didn't really think much more about it. And later I went to see a medium. And uh, the medium's name is Woo Woo Dude. Uh, he's a great medium. Um, said to me, well, I have someone here with me. And I didn't tell him anything about anything when I showed up for this very reason. You know, I didn't want to lead him into anything. I wanted him to really use his natural talents and abilities. And he said to me, I have someone here with me that's showing me a Christmas card and it has a red cardinal on it. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> so immediately I started crying because um, that was my mom's favorite Christmas card. And there's no way he could have known that, that the cardinal was a symbol that she was sending to me to let me know she was present, that she was with me. Um, the medium also told me that, um, and I told him that this was my mom, and he said, okay, well, she's telling me that you talk to her in the car um, when you're by yourself, 
and uh, I was floored. Literally, I had never told anyone, not even Brandon, about that. And so when he said that to me, I knew he could not have been making that up. And he said, well, she wants you to know that she answers you. And when she answers you, that you're not making that up. So I was just full on in tears at that point um, because the signs were there early on. And it took someone who, you know, is a medium to really tell me that these were things that were really happening that I wasn't making them up and to trust myself more um, and the, my own intuition, my own guidance that was coming through. Oh, yeah, that was a crazy reading. And we got to talk about how he called us out for or, or you out rather for how you shower. <laughs> so when I shower, I would only like shower the front of my I mean I do shower both sides of my body but I would stand in the water with uh the hot water hitting my heart essentially like the center of my chest and so I would come out of the shower with like you know red skin by my heart and uh and and I'm the opposite so this is a thing for us in this relationship when we take a shower together there's been a handful of times we come out and we're looking at ourselves in the mirror and my shoulders and back of my neck are all red because that's how I stand in the hot water. And Sophia's chest is all red because it's how she stands in the hot water. And I say, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you can't get your shoulders. And, and, <laughs> and it's been a thing. We've commented on it. So, so he was telling me that um, my guides wanted me to know that I needed to shower my spine and really use the water to cleanse my body and to cleanse my spine all the way down. And I was like, wow, I just thought immediately of our conversations <laughs> of how I'm not doing that. And uh, so I really pay attention now. I cleanse my spine all the way down and I've really been following that guidance so that I can clear off that energy um, on the back of my body. All right, so we want to recap some of the heavy-hitting points of awareness revealed in each episode, and we decided we're going to call this segment of our podcast our Soulful Send-Off. So for this episode's Soulful Send-Off, here's what we want to highlight before we close. We all have spirit guides. We all have spirit animals. They respect our free will, so it's important to use our free will to ask them for assistance. Trust yourself and your own intuition. You can deepen this with meditating consistently. Having a session with a good psychic can really illuminate your blind spots. We can converse with our loved ones who have passed over. They can and they do send us signs. You can use water in the shower or a bath to cleanse your body and your energy field. And that's it for this soulful send-off. Every week, we share our most recent divine guidance in an audio recording called Oracle Offerings. Sign up for only $5 a month at patreon.com slash aspenroots. <laughs>